Good morning, everybody. This is Corbell Starks, a.k.a. Who That Nigga? And welcome to the Stark Effect podcast. Now, I do believe that there are a lot of things to laugh at and there are things not to laugh at. But I just caught this and this caught my eye. Bystanders taunted and laughed as police officers were being fired upon in Philadelphia. A major moment of disappointment. A reporter at the scene of an attack on a police officer said that bystanders were mocking and taunting police even as bullets rained down upon them. A video shows a crowd of residents shoving and confronting the police even as they were dealing with a tense hostage situation. It was circulated online among many supporters of law enforcement who expressed outrage at their treatment. Brooke from Brooke at Brooke Brooklyn NNML at Twitter says yelling and screaming and following and throwing things at officers that have protected you for four hours during an active shooting. Classy. What the hell is wrong with you? She's probably saying that I quote that the people who needed protection from police officers are laughing at police officers getting shot and killed. And frankly, they can't do nothing about it. Even as six police officers were being treated for injuries, the attack by a man barricaded inside a home, the neighborhood residents expressed hostility and antagonism against the police. Reporter Alexandria Hoff of CBS 3 Philadelphia reported that she had been harassed along with the officers. Alexander Hoff at Alexander Hoff on Twitter explained, I mentioned this at 10 and since I was harassed during that live shot, I'll mention it here too. A major moment of disappointment this evening was watching a crowd of people taunt the police officers laughing and yelling at them in the midst of gunfire. Philadelphia shooting. Hashtag. I mentioned that this, I mentioned this at 10. Well, you know how it goes going, go down. And uh, one officer was shot in the head while another was shot in the hand. All injured officers have been released from the hospital. There are reports that the suspect was broadcasting part of the attack on Facebook. Two police officers were trapped inside the home as he fired on the officers outside and they were saved by the SWAT team along with two other hostages. The attacker remains barricaded inside the home as police negotiate with him and his lawyer. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. This is probably the most, you know, ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. But to the point where police officers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is getting shot at and the bystanders and people are laughing at the police... Now, I don't wish death on my enemies, but I never respected the police department, not even the ones in my own city. But to the fact that we're shooting at police officers or watching police officers getting shot and they have families and you're probably saying, yourself, I don't give a fuck if they have families or not. All of a sudden they, they shot at us and they're killing us. So now the question still remains in everybody's head. Should you care about the police getting shot at? Or should you care that the bystanders are heartless ass motherfuckers who don't stand a chance in hell laughing at somebody that's been trying to protect you or somewhat trying to protect you? But those are two part questions I can ask you. The only thing is, can you give me a responsible answer for that? 
here at the stark effect that if I have like evil intentions on telling you fuck the police or anything like that then frankly that's what I meant to say to you as an individual because nothing in this world can compare you to what you're about to get or see in return and there ain't nothing I can tell you ladies and gentlemen that is more painful more intensely painful than seeing people in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania going heartless and being disappointed at the same time laughing at police officers getting mauled or shot at in their own city. But that is the Stark Effect, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you tune in and catch this episode on Twitter. Or you can also catch this on my page, the Stark Effect Podcast. And more importantly, I'll have another episode for you today. And uh, I think that's about it. I guess I will talk to you guys later. And uh, more importantly, that'd be it. It's the Stark Effect. Have a good day. What up, everybody? This is Corbell Starks, a.k.a. Who That Nigga? And welcome back to the Stark Effect podcast. I knew I was forgetting something in my mindset. So now, more importantly, let's talk about something that's daily news written. NYPD officer shoots self in head in Queens home. Ninth suicide of city cop this year, sources would say. A veteran city cop shoots himself in the head Wednesday in his Queens home, the ninth NYPD officer to commit suicide this year. Police rushed to the Laurenton home of off-duty Robert Eshevera, 56 years old, just before 6.20 p.m. after his wife called 911 to say he was a police officer and that he shot himself. The officer's wife found him on the floor and a gun on his bed. Sources say medics rushed him to the North Shore Long Island Jewish Hospital, but he could not be saved. Sources said that Echevera joined the NYPD 25 years ago and was a member of the Elite Statistic Response Group, which handles events like mass shootings and large protests. Neighbors said Echevera had a young daughter and a teenage son. We were supposed to see each other. Kids graduate, said Derek Clark, 42 worked out with Echevera in a now-shuttered fitness club in the area. It's heart-wrenching to think you're going through anything to take your own life. He said, good, dude. Good-hearted father, family man, family man just doing his job during his duty. Juanito Bello, 71, a longtime resident of the neighborhood, said she remembered when the officer and his family moved in about 15 years ago. He worked nights because he would take his wife to work in the morning. She said Bello said she saw police rush to the scene and into the house Wednesday. The shooting comes just a day after NYPD officer Johnny Ross, 35, fatally shot himself in the head inside his Yonkers home. Four officers killed themselves in June, including Rio's friend Kevin Priest. This is tragic, and we have to treat this as an epidemic, said city council member Donovan Richards, who lives up the block from Echevera and saw him being taken out of the house. And we and we have, as a city, have to figure out a way to come together to offer services to officers in need in a way that enables them to feel as if they're still going to have their jobs. And that's the challenge. NYPD News on Twitter 
So we are sad to announce that NYPD has suffered another tragedy today with the loss of one of our officers to suicide. To anyone who may be struggling knowing that this, there is support available. Behind each of these resources are people that care about your well-being. The grim death toll has rattled the department and NYPD has retooled its response to the department suicides encouraging all officers seek mental health canceling if they have suicide thoughts we are saddened to announce that the nypd has suffered another tragedy today with the loss of one of our officers to suicide reads a tweet wednesday from nypd's official twitter account to anyone who may be struggling I'll be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, this is getting a little bit more weird and weirder by the minutes. I mean, police officers are killing each other by suicide. I mean, I don't want to sound like a complete douchebag and an asshole or anything, but do you know why police officers may have been killing themselves for a few major reasons? I have one reason of my own. You shoot a wrong, innocent bystander and then all of a sudden, like the blood is on your hands. Mental health, on the other hand, that's a different story because I can tell from somebody's point of view that if you have mental problems, killing yourself isn't the way, but no one's getting no one's getting the mental treatment that they get. They just thinking like if you take your own life now, then more importantly, there'll be one corrupt parasitical cop out in the streets. But I do think in their own mind, I as a person. I've always had my, you know, a little bit of hatred for police officers of what they did to Trayvon Martin and what they did to Michael Brown and all that. But this is like, do I have like a conscience for police officers who are committing suicide? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I have a conscience, but I don't have a conscience conscience. I'm just learning it the old fashioned way. So more importantly, you ask yourself the one important question. Is it mental healthness? Or is it a guilty conscience? Because any police officer would have had a guilty conscience and it weighs down on your mental. Well, that's all I have for the Stark Effect, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in. More importantly, these episodes will be on Twitter and also they will be on my page on Facebook, the Stark Effect Podcast. And uh, catch every new episode as more as you can. I can give them to you. So um, have a great morning.